this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Let's go out to Tim in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hey, Tim, what's going on? Yes, hi, how are you? Outstanding, brother. How are you? Good. I'm just looking for some advice, and I got three teenagers. My oldest is 16, youngest is 13. Wait, can we just stop yeah. you there right now? Um, yeah. Okay. How, how are you, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm having a rough week. That's well, a lot of teenagers in a little bitty house, brother. Yeah. Yes, it does. Whew. All right, so 13 to 16, three teenagers. All right, go ahead. Um, so he wants a car. Well, we got him a car for, you know, so he can go to work in school. I got him, like, a three, four, $4,000 car Saturday because his mom wrecked the car that he was driving a couple weeks prior. Everybody's okay, just the car's totaled. So we needed to quick get a car so he could go to school and, and to work. And then Monday, his, it sounds like his mom brought, bought him a Honda Civic. We're divorced. I okay. probably mentioned that, so we don't agree on a whole lot of stuff. But... So then she knew I was getting this car. She went with me to get it, pick it up, look at it. And then Monday, my other kids, I was dropping them off from school after work. Like, why didn't he take my car to school? It's like, oh, he got another one Monday. So I'm just trying to, so I know he there's in a lot of debt with a Honda Civic. I was trying to avoid that. That's why I bought him a cheap $4,000 car. So, so I don't I don't fully grab it. So let me let, let me back out and make sure I got it. So yeah. you've got a 16 year old son, and yep. you and his mom y'all are divorced. So you took mm-hmm. him and bought him a four thousand dollar car, and yeah, then gonna... you agreed with your ex wife on this. And then she turned around and went and bought him another car that's nicer. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And so what's your question? Um, I was trying to I was trying to avoid because he's paying her back for the Honda Civic. So I was trying to avoid uh, him going in debt. If you have a good way to explain why it's not a good idea to go $20,000 in debt for a car for a teenager to understand. So your 16-year-old son's having to pay for this car? Yes. How does he feel about that? He thinks it's good because it's a nice car, apparently. So, but I just feel I just don't want to start him out. How, how long has he old. had it? Monday. I'm gonna throw this out there, Delaney. You, you can speak to the relationship dynamics so much better than I can. But I'll, I'll say this: I wonder if he would feel differently after a few months of having to care, uh, pay that payment yeah. after he's working extra hours, not getting to use that money for you know hanging out with his friends. Like it's, since it's already been bought to just let him feel the payment and then maybe and then maybe you try to revisit the issue again and say hey like this you know i mean yeah. you talk about how to communicate it but ask him about it how you feel about that well i don't know i'm just throwing that out there as an idea because teenagers are just so stinking short-sighted they're like all i'm thinking about is who i'm riding to the football game with friday night i can't think yeah. about the long term my future even the consequences of this payment until i feel it yeah. and so i just wonder if that would help him think about it differently when he has to make this payment if he really does i don't know it, tim is his name on this car or is your, wife, your ex-wife's name on this car? I, I would assume my ex-wife. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, man, I, I've been doing this a long time, and it's rare that I just feel that I get I get mad in my chest, and I got mad on your behalf. I got mad on this little boy's behalf. Because, um, as you just mentioned, teens are so, so short-sighted. 
so, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be ugly, man, but your son's mom is incredibly short-sighted. And what she's well, pa- passing yeah. along to him is a number of lessons here. You you can you if your dad makes an, uh, a recommendation, you know what? Who cares what dad says? Let's go do something different. Um, hey, you only have four thousand dollars to spend. Let's get a safe car. It's gonna get you to and from. Nah, let's just get a twenty thousand dollar. The lessons here that he's picking up in this situation are heartbreaking. And so here's the best you can do, Tim. And this is this is something that you're gonna have to do. And then you are gonna have to be the grown up here and set it down. And that is this. Yeah. You can take your son out for breakfast. You can take your son out for lunch, and y'all just have a private time. Tell him, say, hey, man, tell me about this car. He's going to tell you it's awesome, it's nice, and say, you know what it is, a really nice car. You can do math. 16-year-olds don't always get math. You can lay down and say, hey, I just want you to see this. I'm giving you this $4,000 car. Your mom has done this. It's a nice car. It is really nice. You have this option to have no payments. And I want you to then explain, I've chosen to live my life debt-free. I'm not chained to anything. I can get up and walk away. All those, all the things you know about living a debt-free life. You're not going to mm-hmm. run his mom down. You're not going to say, your, mom, his, your mom's stupid and she wants to get... You're not going to talk crap about her. You're going to talk about the choices you have made. And then you're going to tell him, man, it's going to be a lot of Friday nights you're out working. It's going to be a lot of Wednesday nights after school. And Tuesdays you're, you're out working. It's going to be exhausting. You're going to owe your mom money forever. And after that meeting, Tim, the conversation's over. You can go sell this car. You can let it sit. I mean, that's up to you, brother. You can let that thing sit. But continuing to let it gnaw at your soul while this is going to happen in his, in his, um, with his mom when he's staying with her, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so I want you to clear your, your heart on this deal. Sit him down and say, hey, brother, this is the, way, the right way, to, I think, to be doing this the way I'm choosing to live my life. Your mom obviously has done this, and then you got to put it down. You could be that guy that's like, you can't bring that car to my house, and that that's just putting a that's just putting a wedge between you and your son. I wouldn't do that, right? What do you think? This is such a this is just such a, a hate hard. It, man. I know, I know, and 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 it's just a hard road for you to walk to him and watch. Yeah, I, I think the lesson here that you're talking about, John, that is so important that I want people to get, and this is this is sort of what you're saying without saying it, but everybody can can relate to this. You are not responsible for your family's financial decisions. Yeah, even not when your they parents, hurt. Yeah. Not your sister. I mean, you have say over your children that live in your household, but even your adult children, you can advise them. You can have that coffee date. Same with your parents. You can have that coffee date. You can tell them, hey, here's what I've done. Here's what's worked for me. But you cannot let it eat away at your soul because there's a boundary issue there of going, you are not responsible. You are not in control of what they do or don't do. And you got to let that go because otherwise it's going to really weigh you down. And I... I- don't make your 16-year-old son the pawn in the middle of a oh, no. parenting yeah. fight between you and your ex. Yeah. She handed him the keys to a brand new cool car, and he's 16. And then she lovingly tagged him with the, uh, <laughs> with the payments to this thing. Man, that gets me fired up. I'm most fired up on your behalf, Tim, because of the undermining. Because y'all two agreed on something, let's do this. Let's do it this way. Y'all went and picked out this car, 
and then she swung one behind your back. It's really disrespectful. Yeah, it sucks. And you're in a hard situation. And so the only thing you can do in the situation is you can control your thoughts. You can control your actions. You can take the high road. You can treat everybody with dignity and respect. And you can go on about your day. I do, if I'm you, I am going to sit down and have a one-on-one with my son and say, not lecture, not, you know what you should be, here's what I've chosen to do with my money. And because I chose to do this with my money, I was able to buy you a $4,000 car with cash. You know what I would do if I were in your shoes, Tim? And I don't even know that this is right. This is just kind of my gut is um, I would have that conversation like you're saying over coffee. I'd hang on to the car for a few months yeah, and just let it be a visual of a payment-free life. And and then after a few months, if he still hasn't come around of like, cause he may, he may after, I'm telling you, after a few months of consequences, you start to actually care a little bit more in any age in life, by the way, but especially teenagers, he might get tired of those payments, working those Friday nights. He might see that car and go, yeah, mom, no thanks. So I don't know. I might hang on to it for a couple months. I mean, if, assuming it's paid for in cash and all that things, Tim, it's not, you know, too big of a deal for you. He may, he may just come around. He may just come around. I and hope he, he does. Here's the meta lesson here, good folks. When somebody, some, no matter who you are and in, in, in where, what, hap, what road you happen to be walking in life, people are going to undermine you. They're going to come behind your back. They're going to look at your principles for how you're doing your money, how you're doing whatever. And they're going to say, that's stupid. And they're going to drop other things in your lap. At that moment, you have a choice. You can go to war and let the bodies pile up, or you can say, I'm going to take the high road here. I'm going to be the person of dignity and respect. Bye. Here's my boundary, and I'm going to walk this way. Right, and that's the life of peace. There's always moments you got to fight. We all have to. We all have to pick those moments, but they're much, they're much rarer than we like to like to imagine them. Right, uh, Tim. I'm sorry for you, brother. Take the high road on this one, man. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.